friends in a movie. Two 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 friends in a movie. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Big Man and Sixto. With Sixto and Nat. Hello for reals. For reals. You don't know what that means. <laughs> but we had a little technical issues starting this podcast. So we're going to try to make that magic all over again. And we're going to try to. The jokes were too perfect. They were perfect. I don't remember what they were, but they were perfect. Eh, whatever. Hey, welcome to Two Friends in a Movie. Hello! The podcast. <laughs> the podcast where Maddie and I sit down and talk about movies. Um... Uh, we we are trying not to crack up by all the things that are going against us today because it's kind of funny in that it's not funny. But we are giving you the best podcast about two friends that talk about a movie. Yes. Yeah. Just one movie and two friends. That's right. And we talk about it way too much. Way too much. Um... <laughs> Um, the movie we have for you today is a movie that, quite honestly, I don't I don't know what to say about, in the sense of I don't understand why this movie was made this way. <laughs> I I feel similar. Hopefully, we both feel the same way about why. Uh, yeah. First, before we jump into it. This was an Andy Savis recommendation. He requested Hells, yeah. the movie, and we just want to tell the the listening people that you you request a movie. Bam! Here it is. Bam! Bam! Two friends in a movie always delivers. Yeah. You mention a movie, we do it. We do it. How well other podcast <laughs> gives you that kind of service? No podcast. No. There's podcast. not a there's not a single podcast, not a single one. That takes requests and just does a whole fucking podcast yeah. on it. Not one. Not one. Not even TRL. So, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Um, so, the movie we talk about today is Air. Air. The movie of how Nike uh, got the rights to make the Michael Jordan Airs. And <sighs> where to start with this movie? Well, I'll start. One of, it's got a... It's the cast... You'd think the cast would be a nice cast. Yeah. Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Jason Bateman, a whole bunch of other people. Uh, I was almost at Chris Rock. That's so racist. Uh, Chris uh, Tucker. Chris Tucker. You're racist. Well, they're both Chris's. Marlon Wayans, right? He was in it too. Marlon Wayans is in it. Uh, Viola fucking Davis. It was cool to hear Chris Tucker's voice. Like, it's, like he looks old, but like he sounds exactly the same. Exactly the same. But, and also, like, these are all, like, Oscar-nominated people, Oscar-even-winning people, right? All of them. I don't think Chris Tucker was ever nominated for an Oscar. I think I, I think he was, actually. For what? Rush Hour? For the five minutes, for the five minutes, he was in uh, Jackie Brown. <laughs> 
I Best supporting artist. <laughs> I don't know about Chris Tucker. <laughs> but regardless, Viola Davis is a winner. Yeah. But the the both Boston boys are winners for 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 Oscar winners, Listen, right? Listen, I just went to Boston. Yeah. And I took a tour. And the lady who gave the tour was adamant to say Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are not from Boston. Oh, shit. They're from Cambridge, which is the next town over from Boston. Oh, fuck. So she They're not was, Boston boys, then. Yeah, and this lady, she, was, she had a very thick Boston accent, which excited me to the zero percentile. All right? I was not excited <laughs> at all Listen. about the accent. But Can she I? was very adamant to say the town... The movie The Town was filmed here in Boston, but those guys who made it are from Cambridge. Oh, shit. Um, that's interesting because they really sell themselves as Boston boys, right? Yeah, because people go, Cambridge? Like, where the fuck is Cambridge? <laughs> but people know where Boston is. Oh, shit. Just because of the Red Sox and the fucking yeah. Patriots. I don't tell people I'm from West Babylon. I tell them I'm from New York. <laughs> I also told people I'm from New Jersey. I just tell them I'm from New York. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <coughs> oh shit. <clears throat> um, oh, listen. Dying over here. Um. So anyway, got off on a little sidetrack there, but let's get sorry, back on but, track. But let's get back on track because this movie. Um. Look once again, Viola Davis, Matt Damon. Sometimes, sometimes Ben Affleck can be incredible at acting. Sometimes he can be very weird. But you expect this movie to be cream of the crop, right? Yes. So let's break down what happens in the movie. Matt Damon uh, plays a guy who's apparently friends with the owner, with the guy that created Nike. Yeah. And we jump in to the movie where Nike's already established. Like, they're not the brand they are now, but they're not. Right. This is not the start. Like, you don't find out how Nike started. Like, Nike's no. already started. They already have a very well-running uh, shoe division going. They have this big office. They just went public. So they're, you know, they're not where they are now, but they're top three, top four in shoes at the moment. Right, right. And the, the point of the movie is exactly this, that a lot of people, a lot of the other companies, especially uh, Converse All-Star, who wear the Dr. J basketball shoes, right? Them and, that, and Adidas. And Adidas, who were more famous by Ron DMC than by basketball players, but basketball players used them a lot, uh, were very well established in the sports world, and Nike was, was trying to break in. So Matt Damon's job is to find the talent that's going to come in and make them famous. Yeah, some of the sponsor the <laughs> shoes. Right. Um, it was the usual thing to do in the 80s, even though... It's so funny because today, if you think about shoes and stars, it's only Air Jordans, right? No, everyone got a goddamn shoe. But, I mean, which is famous? Well, Air Jordan is definitely the, the top, but... The, it's the gold standard, but, like, LeBron has sneakers? I think LeBron has shoes. With whom? Uh, what, Nike, I think. I think he has, like, his own, like, division. 
Like LeBron Nikes. Yeah, I think so. Nike, like, come on, I think man. Steph Curry I, like, has has shoes. Like, but nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. But they all have shoes. That's why no one gives a fuck. Like Kobe has shoes. Like no one gives a fuck because everybody has a shoe now. It's not an original thing. It's not a a, a, a cool, a unique thing. Like, oh shit, this guy's got his own shoe. No, like, yeah, the sixth man and, off the bench got his own shoe. And the other thing is that the 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 part that is gr- great about this movie is is that back then the shoes the company was it and then you represented the company by getting the shoe but air jordans are the first sneakers that were like representing jordan like jordan was the name on it yeah it wasn't so much about nike it's the two of them or it doesn't work anyways yeah so that's the point of this movie was that this was the first company the first shoe to do it the other way was right Jordan was the shoe, not Jordan was wearing Nikes. Right, right. And so um, the movie is, uh, them are, they're talking like in an office about where they're going to go next, which of the basketball players they're going to choose to be, to be wearing their shoes so they can represent them. And who they can afford. Right. And so they want three players and they want three players and they only have so much money. So whoever they're talking about, it's like triple tier, right? It's like the sixth man or, or you know, maybe the fifth man. Like, it's not really like... Yeah, it's, 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 it's no all-star. They're not getting a cream of the crop player. Um, right. You know, this movie... The problem with this movie is you don't need us to explain it. You know what happens in the movie. And the tricky part of a movie where you know what happens is you have to find a way to keep the people interested. Yes. Like, even though I know the ending, I have to be so interested in how you got there that it doesn't matter. Well, um, to, give you an, uh, to give you an idea of how exactly what Matt is talking about was going, about 28 minutes into the movie, there was snoring in my theater. Like loud ass fucking snoring. I had, I, I believe it. I watched this at home, and I had to like stop myself a few times from like mindlessly looking at my phone. They're like, no, no, you have to watch this movie. You have to see what happens. You're doing a podcast on it. <laughs> the other thing is the acting. Look, Matt Damon. What I don't know what I, what the beauty of acting is when you're looking at a movie. Let's take a movie that's completely left field from this, that you buy the characters at 100% and nobody looks like he's acting, and it's a weirder fucking movie. John Wick. You believe everybody in the John Wick universe lives in that universe, and no one seems like they're acting. That's true. And you know the ending to that story. Like, you may not know every piece of it, but you know what's going to happen. You know everybody's going to die, except John Wick. Like, that's that's the John Wick point. And, And everybody looks believable in it. I don't know what was happening with Matt Damon. See, what I think is, just to finish your point, you know, they go back and forth. They argue with Jordan. Jordan wants certain things. They find a deal. Bam, Jordan's got shoes. You know what happens. Um, None of the characters are that interesting. They're Hmm. they're, they're just not. They had a shoe. They had an idea. And... The idea worked. It was it's just they revolutionized the business, which they did, 
but like it's they didn't do anything extraordinary it wasn't like he the shoe was a regular shoe it's not like he figured out how to like make the shoe to make you jump higher or do some nonsense no it's just a regular shoe right? and and honestly he wanted and Nike wanted a regular deal Jordan's mother is the one who's like nah we want a piece of the profits that's the only way we're doing this so she pretty much revolutionized the industry. Right. Not right. Matt David, not Ben yeah. Affleck, not Jason Bateman, <laughs> not the uh, the agent or any of them. None of them really did anything. Nobody. And I think the other – so to emphasize on your point even further, the needle drops in this movie are incredibly distracting because – there's a scene, and the scene ends, and a song plays, an incredibly famous song. It almost felt like Ben Affleck was like, what songs, that what super famous songs from the 80s can I use? And they gave him a fucking booklet, and he used every he single used all one. Of them, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird, because the songs have nothing to do with the story. They're not, they're not moving the story. They don't even match the mood of what you're watching. No, I think because the dialogue is so... So mundane that you needed something to grab people's attention. They're like, oh, should I know this song? All right, I'm back into this movie. Okay, problem number two about what you're saying. In the theater, every needle drop, somebody at some point in the theater is fucking singing out loud <laughs> to the song that's playing, which you can do because no one is fucking talking. You're just like watching an MTV video. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> sing, sing along. Maybe have a little party. It might be the best part of the movie if someone's got a good voice in your theater. What the fuck was this movie? It was nothing. The movie's about nothing. And as a Detroit Piston fan, <laughs> fuck Chicago and fuck Michael Jordan. Well, as a Knicks fan, fuck Chicago and fuck, fuck Michael Jordan. Jordan. And Michael Jordan wasn't even in the movie. Like, bro, here's another choice. Wait, why no Jordan? Like, it felt like... It felt like like a movie where someone has – or a TV show where someone has like a pretend friend and they mm -hmm. ask them questions and answer for them. Like, mm -hmm. oh, Michael, how do you feel about that shoe? Oh, you like that, Michael? Michael says he likes that shoe. Like, he's sitting right there. Why is he talking? I just – what a weird choice. And, I, you know, like that's also like a very old school thing to do. Like old school movies used to do that. But why don't you cast a Michael Jordan? Yeah, I, I I feel now this movie was so poor that I decided not to do as much research as I probably should have. But okay. I have a feeling Michael Jordan wasn't on board with this movie a hundred percent or wanted a lot of money to be in this movie. Because it makes no sense to not have the person the movie is all about not be in the movie. So well let oh, I hold on. They use a ton of file footage of Michael Jordan. They do. A ton. Like, like it's it's nuts. Every shot that you see of Michael Jordan is either the shoulder of an actor with the side of his face or, or it's file of Michael Jordan actually playing basketball. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if they only had so much to pay to pay. <laughs> Uh, they only have so much to to give money for Michael Jordan's likeness. 
And then somebody was like, you don't have to do that because you can do it for free as long as you use file footage. All you have to pay is the people that own the file footage. And we own half of it. That's what it felt like. I don't know if that's true. But I don't really quite understand why not. Like, he doesn't even fucking... It almost makes me feel like Michael Jordan never talks. In a statement released by Ben Affleck, he says, It was a deliberate choice. I thought he was too majestic to have anyone impersonate him. And as I told him, you're too old to play the part. <laughs> well, that's funny. And that's what I meant that it feels old school in that way that when they used to make Jesus movies and they used to make movies where the president was in back, like back in the day, they never used to show the U.S. the, the president of the United States of America so the movie can stay evergreen or feel more realistic. So they always show the shoulder of somebody that kind of looked like Nixon, mm-hmm. but they never show the face of Nixon, you know? I guess. Like, with AI these days, like, you could make Michael Jordan... Like, they did a movie, like, four years ago. Will Smith was old, and he fought Will Smith, who was young. Like... I don't understand, bro. Like, you could have made Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan and just made him look younger. <laughs> you could have made Michael Jackson. You could have made Michael Jackson <laughs> and Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's just... That... If the movie was good, then I don't think these stupid little things would be as apparent and have such a spotlight on them. It's that right. the movie wasn't good. The dialogue didn't keep you interested. So you're looking for other things. You're like, all right, at least Michael Jordan's in the movie. Wait, Michael right. Jordan's not even in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> and the acting was bad. Like, I felt like... Uh, here, Matt Damon... I feel like every morning Matt Damien got a piece of the script. He read it and he was like, all right, let's go. That's what it felt like to me. He looks like he's acting. Yeah. And it, and if nothing happens, like, oh, we're in the office again? Like, oh, we're going to make a phone call? Like, Jason Bateman is great. I guess he's great. Like, well, I, mean, I, don't, he's, I don't put any knock on Jason Bateman. It's just nothing happens. Like, his character, like, if Jason Bateman was not in the movie... You're not losing anything. Like, his character doesn't add anything to the movie. Yeah. I mean, he... Well, no, I disagree because... More more spoilers, I guess. Um, He does a thing where he tells Matt Damon, Hey, you know, I I only see my daughter on Sundays. And every Sunday I bring her a a pair of Nikes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she only sees me for the pair of Nikes. And if I lose this job, I'm not going to have that pair of Nikes to give her. But I will buy it just just so that I can see her again. I will continue to buy a pair of Nikes just so I can see my daughter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it was necessarily um, that he didn't add anything because he kind of added Matt Damon bet the entire farm on getting Michael Jordan. He took the entire budget for three players for one player. He was trying to outmatch giant companies. He there was a great part where he tells Viola Davis like, "Hey, this is what this is what uh uh Converse is going to say, this is what Adidas is going to say, and they end up saying the same things that he predicted." So she goes and she sees him, right? Mm-hmm. That's the only reason she sees him. Which is probably not true, but that's, I mean, that's probably dramatic for the movie. But I think that that he 
adds that little bit of weight. So nobody's wasted in the movie in that the movie's wasted itself. Yeah, like, I get the point, but I, I didn't feel... The same thing, I guess, with, with Creed 3 we just talked about. I didn't feel the struggle. Like, Matt Damon just bet his whole life about this thing. And Ben Affleck has his whole reputation on it. And they go back and forth a little bit. But then he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just do it. Like, do you think Do you think that the problem with this movie is that the outcome is so huge and so permanent? Like if this would have been that the Jordan sneakers only existed. Like if this is a movie where Jordans existed from the 80s to the mid 90s and then they disappeared. Right. And this is the movie of how that deal happened. And we wouldn't be it wouldn't be so present that they still make fucking Air Jordans. I think the problem with the movie is that the outcome is so big. Like, Air Jordans is so big. It, it changes the market. Everyone and their mother knows who Air Jordan is. So to make a movie about how it happened, you need to have an unbelievable story. Like, something yeah. crazy needs to happen. We're like, oh, shit. We were this close for Air Jordans not being a thing. Where... You don't really, I don't know, I really don't feel that all that much. Like, the story was, it's an interesting story. But is it 90-something minutes interesting? No. Not really. Like, the only really interesting part is at the end, when Viola Davis makes the offer to Matt Damon and said, this is how, I wish they would have did more with that. Like, Yeah, I feel like this would have been better served as a documentary. A short documentary. Yeah, you have like real people's account of what happened. Right, and that you're not expecting it to be dramatic because the drama doesn't matter that much. That's true. That's a, that's a good point. This is more interesting than dramatic. Right. Uh, Chris Tucker, by the way, uh, like you mentioned, has the same voice. Interesting to see him. He had a fun character. But I'm going to get back to the point that I was talking about the acting. Chris Tucker firing on, on, on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And I think that Chris Tucker and Ben Affleck were in the same movie. I feel like Matt Damon just showed up for the movie for a paycheck. And I feel that Viola Davis was in a completely different movie. <laughs> Viola Davis was in like a movie, like a movie where everybody's going to die and she's the president. It's, it's your, Viola Davis had the only one that had real emotion. Like you're the yeah. old, like she's the only story that I felt something for. Because she's so good. She's so good. <laughs> and you felt the desperation. You felt that this decision will change her son's life no matter what they make. If she goes to Converse, they go to Adidas, they go to Nike. Like this decision is so heavy that it's going to change their their whole family's lives from this point forward. So it's an important decision. Well, I wish maybe that's why I we think the rest of the cast was so bad. It's just she outweighs everyone else like matt damon is his decision is just as important he bat his entire life on this one shoe if it doesn't work out he is fucked but i I don't feel that in him i don't feel that desperation that oh my god this has to work or i have nothing right i mean i mean they they kind of i i bought that as he is so convinced this is going to work so convinced that he gave away like people that just are like, this is what's going to happen. And then they try to do it and they don't give a fuck who they fuck over on the path. But 
I kind of felt that until near the end where she wants to offer and he says no. And he goes up to Ben Affleck and he's like, sorry, dude, didn't work. Like, uh, where's the fight? Like, where's the – I wanted him to be like, I kind of said yes to him. Like, what do right. we do now? Instead of him manipulating the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, he should have gotten fired regardless, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's what you're saying. But and that's what I mean, like because this movie, you're right. Nothing is so major. This works better as like a like a 45 minute documentary. Not even. It could be an hour and a half documentary. It could be an hour and a half. It could be a three episode, you know, HBO Max nonsense. Because right. I feel like if you had Michael Jordan, like I think a big part of it, you're missing. Michael Jordan's side of the story. Yeah. Like, and, why yes, did he right. end up picking this? Did he like this? Did he like the shoe? How much right. of the shoe does he get? Like, they didn't even talk about what percentage he gets. Like, does he get 2%? Does he get 50%? Like, you have no idea. No idea. So, I think maybe that's missing. Maybe that's the glaring hole is... You know what? The You're main absolutely... character is not in the movie. You're absolutely correct in that even that movie should have had a ship. The shift should have happened once Viola Davis and the and the rest of the Jordan show up for the meetings, and it should have shifted to them making that. You're absolutely right. Them talking, then trying to figure it out, understanding why Jordan picks this. There's no there's no there's no reason. No, I think they dragged out the wrong part of it. Like the beginning of the movie, the first forty five to an hour should have been like twenty minutes. And yeah. the last 20 minutes should have been 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and if you're wondering why that only adds up to about an hour and 20, it's because the other 40 minutes of this movie, it's just music. <laughs> it's just Matt Damon driving down a country road, listening to a song. <laughs> Them sitting in the office, listening to songs. For no fucking reason. No reason. No reason. And, and it, then... Yeah. Sorry, no, you. After you, sir. Oh, I was going to say, and then it makes it even worse or more glaring by the fact that at the end, they show you all of these real people mm-hmm. and the impact that they have on the story. And it just seems like if I would have seen a fucking YouTube clip with just the pictures and the words on top of them, it w- I would have had the same effect as this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like I wanted to know... There, like I wanted to talk to them, like get those people on, yeah. like let me hear what they had to do. So I mean, I don't, I don't want to say this movie's bad. It's just it's not worth going to the movies for. It's not. I don't want to say it's bad, but I cannot say it's good. It's not good. It, it, it's just it's not. It's not bad in the sense that it's not Christmas with the Campbells. It's not without remorse. You know, like it's never. It's not that low. It's not. I, I, I feel the more interested you are in Nikes and Jordan, the more you would like this movie. Yeah. Ben like, Affleck. Like, I'm curious about Jordan and, you know, Nike. Like, grew up in that area, so, like, I knew what was going on, so it's cool to kind of see the backstory. But I'm not a Bulls fan. I'm not a Jordan fan. I right. didn't have any Air Jordans in my life. Right. Me neither. So, yeah, right. maybe if I was more connected to the products, I would be more connected to this movie. Um, yeah, but I mean, you, we don't judge shoes, Matt. We judge movies I know. in this podcast. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. It's like the movie shouldn't be based on if you liked it or not. Like the movie should be likable 
no matter how much invested into that time period you were. Right, right. Um, and it's not. It's 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 just not. You know, and I find that uh, Ben Affleck as a director, he's so hit or miss. Like when he hits, he hits so fucking hard, and when he misses, he misses so hard. Right? Like he did that movie uh, where he's like a like a 1930s gangster. And that movie is like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? And it's like, it's disjointed. And that's exactly what this movie feels like. Disjointed. Mm -hmm. It just feels like, I don't understand. Like, And again, I'm sorry to keep going back to this, but it is the one glaring thing for me as far as, as consuming the movie as a product. The fucking needle drops are so distracting. They're annoying. And like, I wish... At some point, they would have talked more about how Nike got started. Like, they build up Ben Affleck's character. Like, he's this real, like, outside-the-box thinker. He's this kooky guy. He has this yeah. purple Porsche. He has his feet up on the desk. He doesn't wear any shoes or socks. You're like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? And right. then you kind of, that's it. You're like, oh, we don't need to know anymore about him. We're going to go back to this boring Matt Affleck character. Right. Like, I think that was a miss, too. Like, why? Like, what outside-the-box idea did he think of to get Nike to this point? I think it's more interesting to find out how Nike started and how he got the Jordans more than this, all this in-between nonsense. Wow, you know what? You're right. This movie probably should have been more about that Ben Affleck character. Yeah, I think he's the more interesting character. And jump like every... Ten five to ten years, you know, like how he started the shoes, selling them out of, apparently out of his car, to how he he actually finds, um, how he actually finds that place where he fits in as a shoe company, to where he sells the company, and the movie should end with them going after Jordan, because you know what happens. You know what you happens. You already made a better. You already made a better movie. Like the movie ends with them going. You know who we want. Michael Jordan. Over. I guess so. I don't mind knowing a little more about the Michael Jordan story, but I think if there was more of a backstory, you would have felt more of a desperation in Ben Affleck's characters. Like, listen, this is my company. I built this from the ground up. I don't know if I want to risk everything I built on your one crazy idea. Then you might feel like, oh, well, maybe I feel like... I feel this a little bit. I feel why he's apprehensive. I feel like maybe why he wants to get three or four players, why he wants to play the safe route instead of taking this giant risk. But you don't feel that because you don't know the backstory. You don't know why he's there. You just see this rich guy driving this Porsche with this big office. Like, what the fuck? Take a risk. What do you care? What does it matter to you? And also, you know, even though they're saying... Because... You're right. Like the thing is, like this guy is like eighty percent of our revenue comes from running shoes. If eighty percent of your revenue comes from running shoes, what do you give a fuck if you give all of your fucking money to Michael Jordan? What do you care? It's eighty percent of your revenue. Yeah. I mean, I know I understand you the number four company or the number five, even though the two big ones are, or you might be number three, but the two big ones are so far away from you. Yeah. You feel like a five or six. I get that, but that's not a danger. You're still making your money. Yeah, you're not. Your, your running shoes are still coming. Like they talked about a few times, they're they're number one in the running shoe market. Like that money's coming in. If you sponsor Michael Jordan or you sponsor John Stockton, that money's still coming in. 
it's so weird. I, I want to feel like, <clears throat> I want to feel like there is, I don't know. I think I like my movie better. I think I like my movie where you saw the struggle of him building this company. Mm-hmm. And the last half an hour is about why they're going after this deal. Yeah. And at the end, they get the deal. But it's half an hour. Half an hour, yeah. I think even to find out, like, Ben Affleck, uh, not Ben Affleck, Matt Damon at one point goes to Ben Affleck and goes, you know, you're the only one who would hire me. Like, no one else would hire me. You know, why? Why won't anyone hire him? What's his backstory? Right. Why is, is he a screw-up? Does he take lots of risks? Has he missed a bunch of times? Should we be worried about his decision-making? Should we trust? Like, we don't know why this is a risk for him or not. Like, why is it anybody's hard? Are you a drug addict? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, and, and you're right that they show for a minute that he gambles. Like, he goes and he gambles on basketball. Makes a ton of fucking money. Like, a ton. Loses it all gambling, like, in crabs. But you show that once and you want me to believe that that's a problem? Yeah. Like, show, like, give me less fucking music videos and show me more of that shit. Yeah, why is this problem? I've done that. <laughs> I, I once won. I once came in with twenty dollars into in, and I put it into into the 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 what's it called the crap machine, the one that you pull the, the, the slots. Lever. I put it into the slots, and I won like five hundred dollars. I took those five hundred dollars because I had only spent twenty, and I went and I played roulette and I made like five thousand dollars. Or four thousand dollars, and then I lost it all. Yeah, because I just didn't. I didn't. I mean, it was twenty bucks, and I didn't know what happened. This is this is the truth. I didn't know what had happened. When I won the money, they gave me small chips, and I thought they were small chips. But the lady apparently said, "These are worth blah blah." Not what they say on the chip, and I was just like, "Ah, hey, these are two dollar chips here. Put them all in." <laughs> but apparently, they were worth like twenty dollars each or fifty dollars each, whatever it was. You're a crazy person. I'm not, but what I'm trying to say is, even I don't gamble. You know that I don't gamble. You know this. And but, I gambled once, and I made a ton of money, and I lost it all. Who cares? Okay, I mean, and I gamble. I won, went to AC, and I hit a royal flush in the first five minutes, and won like $1,800, and called my wife and said, I won $1,800. And the next day, I had to call her and go, I lost all the $1,800. <laughs> I knew I had it, and... I lost it all because I was like, I can't be stopped. I'm hot. <laughs> but you weren't hot, Matt. I wasn't. You were not hot. You were cold. I got one lucky hand <laughs> and the rest of it was garbage. <laughs> so am I supposed to think that this guy's got a problem because he just won a bunch of money in basketball and then had some shitty luck on the crap table once in the first five minutes of the movie? Right. No. No, he doesn't track. His character doesn't track. There's no depth. To anybody, they make it all about the problem, and the problem is non-existent. It's true. And that is that is the failure of this movie. It, it's totally said. The story is just not that all interesting. Right, right. There, there is nothing that is happening in this movie because there's no character. There's no character weight, and those fucking needle drops. Those needle Why? drops. Why? And you know, when I was in Boston. Oh boy, here we go again. You pass over this big bridge that's right next to the TD Garden mm-hmm. where the Celtics play and the Bruins play. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the bridge is a giant Converse factory. And apparently, that's where Converse started. 
in oh. Boston. Oh, shit. So I wonder since, you know, it's Matt David, it's Ben Affleck, Converse has started there. Is this why this movie was made? Were they interested in this story more than the average person because they grew up next to the fucking factory? Right. But not in the same town as the factory because they ain't no. from Boston. That's right. <laughs> for Cambridge, motherfucker. So that's the, like, that's, like, this seems like, like a personal project to me. Like, we always wanted to do this. Yeah. We have money. Let's just fucking do it. People will watch it because my name's on it, your name's on it, so let's just do it. Like, a movie that didn't need to be made. It's not interesting. It's not a story that people would be like, oh, my God, did you hear this story, how Air Jordans are made? Like, no. It's a, it's, no. A, it's your regular business story. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say, you know, when I knew this movie was in trouble, about three minutes into the movie, well, maybe that's not true, but I don't remember that well, but it's like in the first ten minutes, Jason Bateman says to ben, uh, to Matt Damon, he says, Matt Damien says, hey, I like that new slogan that they're trying to use. They, and then he goes, what, they just do that, that slogan that came from a guy that murdered a bunch of people. And he just said that right before he got, like, executed. like killed, executed. He said, just do it. And he goes, yeah, he goes, bullshit, that's not true. And that just felt like, why is that in this? Yeah. Automatically, like, it just it made me feel like, oh, boy, we're going to have lazy writing. We're going to have bad acting. Like, all of it was in that scene mm. within those, like, like t- two-minute scene. You got it all. Like, this is bad writing. You know it from the get-go. Yeah, and that's why I think they missed with the Ben Affleck. Because, like, you see him. He's talking about that crazy story. Then he talks about how his Porsche has 17 different purples on it. And he's sitting in there without his shoes on. Like, oh, this is the guy. This is, this is the interesting character you want to see. And then fucking Matt Damon with his regular white man haircut and his tucked in clothes and his boring face is like, no, this movie's about this boring guy who sits at the desk all day. Right. And then, you know, the moment where you see him fall in love with Michael Jordan and he's looking at these tapes and he's like, this is the guy I want. It's a moment where he sees the famous three pointer that got Jordan, the college, you know, like his school to win the, the division, is that what it was? The NCAA the championship? championship, yeah. The championship. And even that, I was like, this is, this. that was the most interesting, visually interesting part of the movie that felt like, oh, I'm expecting this part where he yeah. falls in love. That's the most real part it felt. Like, yeah. oh, this probably really happened this exact way. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but... I don't know. I think we're beating a dead horse now because I'm sorry. Yeah, I just I I just feel like I need to say one more time, the fucking needle drop. <laughs> I just need to say it one more time. Well, it's... if you like '80s music, maybe just you know, put the movie on, do some housework, <laughs> and just rock out to some '80s songs. <laughs> I don't know what I dislike more, Chicago Michael Jordan or '80s music. Well, let's just say, this movie wasn't for me. Well, taking that from that aspect, Mr. Lamatina, as yes. you listeners know, we here at the Six Toe Podcast have a Six Toes rating system. That I created. Yes, but that's not the point. The Matt Lamatina Six Toe rating system. 
So Matt. <laughs> so Matt. Yes. How many toes are you gonna give air? One toe. Wow, that was quick. One toe. Um. Lucky for us, we just did Creed three, which yeah. also got one toe. Yeah. And I felt like this movie wasn't better than Creed three. It was not. But it's not much worse than Creed three. It's not. Right. So it's probably if Creed three is a one, then this movie must be a one okay. as well. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like it's okay. got some interesting parts. Most of it's garbage. There are all little nibbits here and there that are cool. Like, oh, I didn't know that happened. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's how Jordan did that. That's cool. But besides those little interesting parts, it's not that good. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, Creed 3, in comparison, has the weight of being the third of Diminishing Returns movies. So I give it more leeway. For me, this movie is a movie I'm never, ever going to see again. And it, uh, that's not true. Like, if it's on and I have nothing better to do and I can play on my phone and it's on the background because I need some noise, it'll be on. But for those reasons, I'm out. No, for, <laughs> I, I I, just, it's a half a toe movie for me. Ooh, half a toe. That's, that's, that's tough. That's just like a little bit better than Christmas with the Gambles. And just a little bit. <laughs> it's just... It's a whatever movie. Like, I got nothing from it. I got absolutely nothing from this yeah. movie. And listen, listen, if you listen to our Top Gun Maverick review, go listen to it right now. Right we'll now. wait for you. All right, welcome back. Hello, uh, everybody. <laughs> if you listen to that review, I got the same kind of reaction where I was like, I got nothing from this movie. But in comparison, I got incredibly good and amazing airplane porn and in this movie i got no shoe porn i didn't even get shoe porn yeah there was no making the shoe there was no showing me the shoe it's very little shoes in it for a movie about shoes it's very little shoe in it (laughs) there's nothing in this movie there's no interest in like nike like the history of the nike company there's no history in the nike shoe there is nothing in this movie it's a nothing movie it's a nothing movie you know what i learned from this movie what's that to never listen to Andy Savas about what movie to talk about again. Oh, Andy. I'm not, and I don't want to discourage the rest of you. I want you, everyone, to still request movies. Well, except Nika Beeman. Uh, yo, Nika, you know, she's no. got to be ahead of Andy right now. <laughs> I mean, the challenge is on, people. The listening public, you have to beat one and a half toes out of 12. Yes, you have to beat one and a half toes. This is a nothing movie. I didn't care. I just didn't. I got out of that movie and I just didn't give a fuck that I watched it. Yeah, I was just kind of like, all right, it's over. That's, yeah, I'm that, glad that happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Once again, it's not that we hated it. It's just that it was, you know, whatever. But looking to the future. Ooh. This month has been so exciting. It's, it's a big month. It's a big month. We did Creed 3 by by way of me being like, we should do this because I like the first one a lot. And I thought that they might pick it up by the third one. Um, We already saw crap, I mean air. Yeah. But Quasi. Quasi. Which is on Hulu. Which, which so, I think is our next movie. It's our next movie quite possibly. 
We have Rainfield coming up, mm-hmm. which we are going to watch. We are, and we're going to see that soon. Yeah. Um, what else is coming out? Because I was I, Indiana Jones is going to come out in a few months. We have the Evil Dead. We have the Evil Dead. Which we is have Bo's Afraid soon. that I really want to see. Bo's, listen, we, exciting fucking times for yeah, the two big... friends and a movie podcast. Well, I, I, I joked about it last time. But episode 100 is, is right there. It's right around the corner. I see it. <laughs> Why are you actually looking? Nobody can see you, only me. <laughs> but I see it. It's right there. Just, just look, people. They don't know where you're pointing. Gaze into the future. <laughs> and you'll see it. Oh, shit. Listen, uh, speaking of gazing, I did something which I'm not very proud of. I'm not proud of this. Oh. But I did something for this podcast, and I'm a little bit sad with myself. Oh, but yeah. I did it anyways. All right. Tell the public. So Kevin Smith has a bunch of podcasts everywhere. Yeah, he we has know. A, a million listeners. In one of his podcasts, which he does on YouTube, he put that thing on where you can give money. At, what's that called? Like Super Chats. Okay. So he in the Super Chats, you pay, and then you're, you got like a like – a, highlighted message and i out of my own money took a hundred dollars and put it into the super chat in the middle of another podcast that was has nothing to do it's a podcast about like nerdy shit it's called fat man beyond it was pretty nerdy my own hundred dollars and i said fat man beyond brought to you by the two friends and a movies podcast with madden sixto now I know I listen to all of the Kevin Smith's podcasts, all of them. Mm-hmm. And I know that Kevin Smith appreciates the the guy that has very little with a podcast that has a dream with a podcast that is not necessarily all that famous, except for San Diego, where he's number one podcast. Number one, San Diego. We love you. <laughs> and and I, I can't see why he would appreciate me putting the money. And he said it like four times in his podcast. And every time he said it, I got smaller and smaller. And I'm listening to it in my house, in my computer. But I kept getting tired. I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? But I did this for you, listeners. So you can have more listeners and you can have more podcasts. Because the more listeners, the more podcasts we do. The more excited we're going to be. I will whore myself like I just did on that podcast for this podcast. Be honest. You yeah. may have felt smaller and smaller, but yeah. you got harder and harder every time no, you said I, I your was, name. No, no. I was, I, I was really ashamed. I was really ashamed. I just, I didn't like it. You know I didn't what? like it one second. You know what bit. we should do? What's that? You should reach out to Kevin Smith. Uh-huh. Tell him we have a podcast and see if he'll be a guest. Well, I know we're an- I know we're anti-guests, but I would make an exception for an actual person who made actual films. But it doesn't hurt to. You're right. It doesn't hurt, hurt to, ask. to ask. All right, so we're gonna have the rest of the discussion outside of podcast. Later. Outside of the podcast. For now, you've heard. Listen, the Russo brothers have a podcast about two people in a movie. You know who's better than them? Us. That's who. Yeah, friends are better than brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I have two brothers. I have no podcast with either of them. <laughs> I don't care that they get famous directors to show up. Not even Kevin Smith level directors. Yeah. Like legit famous directors and actors. 
You'll never be friends. Never. Never. You're forced to be together. That's right. You don't. You can't even dislike each other. Yeah. Anymore. I bet you're like number ten in San Diego. <laughs> well, having said all of that, thank you for stopping by, San Diego, to our review and listening to our review and a bunch of nonsense of other stuff. Air. Yeah. And Th- yeah. You know it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It it is not. It is gray. It is it is gray and dark. No. We're alive and you're listening to two friends at a movie with Matt and Sixto. <laughs> that makes it a beautiful day. Fine. Sorry for the buckle in this whole podcast at the end there, but we had fun. We had That's fun. All that matters. We had to do something to counteract the terrible movie we reviewed this week. Yes. Um, but, we're, I mean, we got to hit something. Maybe Quasi will be that thing we hit because we've done some stinkers in the last few weeks. I am quite sure Quasi is not going to be that thing we hit. Hey, yo. Quasi just might be. A piece of shit. A piece of shit. <laughs> or it might be great. It might be. I mean, <laughs> we've done Creed 3. Which we all know what what it was. We did John Wick, which, you know, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And we had our Oscars, which was amazing. Yeah. We had Cocaine Bear. We had yeah. the menu. Yeah. Like we haven't hit on a while. So we need we need a hit. We need a hit. Alright. Um Quasi, you're up. Quasi, you better fucking come to bad, motherfucker. Yeah, so put some glue on your fucking gloves and hit that. Grab that bat real tight, right? Yeah, gloves and, and tights. <laughs> good night, everyone. Good night. Or good day. Whatever. Bye. Cue the cue the cue the. <laughs> music. There it is. There's the music. <laughs> Two friends in a movie. Two friends in a movie. Two friends in a movie. Two friends in the movie. Two friends in the movie. Two friends in the movie. With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixto. With Sixto and Matt. With Madison Sixto. Madison Sixto. Madison Sixto. Two friends in the movie. Two friends in the movie. Two friends in the movie.